This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. Hey, it's Graham Smith, and I'm here with Tom Bowman. First, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast and staying subscribed to Taking Cover. It's been so gratifying to hear from listeners through reviews and emails, and some of the folks who were there in Iraq at the time have given us new information that we'll keep looking into. Of course, we've also kept in touch with the people who were there in the schoolhouse, and we're continuing to push for accountability here in Washington. And that's at the heart of this update we're bringing you today. Because there's new attention being paid to this case up on Capitol Hill. You'll remember that the Marines wouldn't release the investigative report on the friendly fire until we won a federal court case against them. But before that, the widow of Rob Zerhide, one of the Marines who was killed along with Brad Shooter, shared a copy she'd received three years late. And even then, there was a lot held back. Elena Zerhide still wants to know why. Because that's what I view all of this is a big, big fat lie. When NPR reached out to the Marine Corps leadership after the podcast ran, telling them about our investigation, about Elena, and several wounded veterans who'd never been told the truth, the Marines said there'd be no response. But there's someone else now looking for answers about what went wrong that day and why it was so poorly handled afterwards. Arizona Senator Mark Kelly, a Democrat who serves on the Armed Services Committee. Robert Zerhide's widow... Elena is one of my constituents. Uh, his son, Robert, who wasn't even born when he was killed, is there in Tucson with his mom. Going to Kelly's office, you walk past the orange spacesuit he wore as an astronaut in a photo of the fighter jet he flew in the Navy. He was a combat pilot, like John McCain, the Republican war hero whose desk Kelly now sits behind. They deserve answers. It's important that they get them. Not only them, but the folks who were wounded, you know, why were they not informed? You know, why did it take this long? It shouldn't. They should be informed immediately. The Marine Corps has regulations and they need to follow them. When we went to the Marines for answers, at first they said they couldn't find any documentation of the friendly fire. Then they gave us conflicting stories about what had happened. And then they failed to even follow regulations and reach out to the wounded vets. But Kelly's a senator. They won't ignore him. The senator told us he recently met with the number two Marine officer, General Christopher Mahoney, and he raised the issue of this mishandled incident. Had he any idea what you were talking about, or what did he say? Yeah, he was familiar with it, and he told us he's going to get us some answers, and I I trust that he's going to do that. One of the wounded troops Kelly wants answers for is John Smith. You'll remember Smith, one of the Twin Towers, a Marine corporal who lost a leg and the use of one eye that day. Hey, John. We visited him recently in Maryland. He ambles out of his house slowly, walking with a stiff gait. You ready? Great to see you. How you been? I can't complain. Enjoying myself for the holidays. How's everything doing too, though? All good. John's working on his master's degree in mental health counseling, and he's a hip-hop artist on the side. He says he still thinks about that explosion that mangled his leg every day. For about 
10, 15 minutes in the morning, I'm back in 2004 because I have to put myself back together every time. Put yeah. on the prosthetic. Exactly. So it's like I don't get to move all the way forward. But, I mean, after I put myself together, my daughter runs down and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. By Pentagon regulations, someone from the Marines should have met with Smith and given him a copy of the investigation almost 20 years ago. I've never been contacted on this at all. Like, I, for none of it. You haven't heard anything official from the Marines? Nothing at all. And you learned about it from the podcast? Exactly. What's that, what do you think about that? I think it's, it's honestly, and the only word I can say is disgusting. Like, you, t- you espouse the words honor, courage, commitment, and you want us to follow them. And we give our life to follow. But when the ball falls on you, it's all of a sudden not important. So why were John Smith and others never told the truth? Well, remember, one of the Marines involved in this deadly mistake, the officer who plotted this mortar mission, was First Lieutenant Duncan Hunter Jr., son of Duncan Sr., then a California congressman and the powerful chairman of the House Armed Services Committee. We'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive Insurance, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Get your quote at Progressive.com and see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Bluehost. Try Bluehost Cloud, the hosting plan made for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, fast load times, and 24-7 support, your sites can handle high traffic spikes. Visit Bluehost.com. You heard a lot about the Marines and Navy corpsmen wounded that day in Fallujah. Well, there were also two U.S. Army soldiers. They had just arrived at the schoolhouse when the mortar dropped. One of them is Joe Colabuno. He wasn't in the podcast, but Tom and I talked with him on the National Mall last summer. You can hear the cicadas. We were next to the reflecting pool, near where they're planning to put up a memorial to the troops who served in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Joe remembers seeing the mortar round fall while he and his friend were having a smoke in the school courtyard where the Marines were holed up. So he got blasted forward. I got blasted against, there was a little wall, you know, and Shehab was standing in the absolute worst possible way that you could be standing when something explodes next to you. Remember, Shehab was there working for the army, an Iraqi interpreter who took the job to support his young brothers and sisters back in Baghdad. Shehab was just just like this, staring up at the stars. Joe Colabuno and his friend John Nelson were both badly wounded. Could have been medically retired, but they fought to stay in. Both are still on active duty and hold the rank of Sergeant Major. The Marines have never told them the truth about their wounds and the death of their friend Shahab. 
Colabuno always assumed the explosion that day in April 2004 was caused by the enemy, till we told him what really happened. He's never talked much about that day. I don't, I don't carry it like a weight. Uh, I carry it somewhere, I guess, but um, I mean, war, war, war sucks. War is hell, right? I mean, we, we, we know that. We know this. But I, I, it's so stupid to, to, why would you cover it up? But He points to the Capitol building looming at the end of the mall. As long as these guys understand, and the further away we get from war, the less they understand the, the cost of war going forward, right? I mean, it needs to be an incredible tax on the nation to go to war. It should be, um, because we need to think real fucking hard before we do that. Which gets us back to why Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona tells us he's looking into this case. He says, beyond these men and the families getting the truth, it's important for the military to learn from their mistakes. To prevent future ones. You to figure out why it happened. And then you need to put in some you know, processes and procedures to make sure that stuff like that does not happen again. We also wrote to the U.S. Army Chief of Staff, General Randy George, alerting him to the fact that his active duty soldiers who'd been wounded by the Marine water had never been duly notified. His office told us their lawyers are reaching out to the Marines to see why. Meanwhile, the Marines who fought in Fallujah 20 years ago are planning a reunion in California in February. We'll be there and hope to bring you an update. They've also invited Joe Colabuno and the other soldier, John Nelson, men who they never got to know at the time, but who share the same tragedy. They hope by then they'll get some answers from the Marine Corps. Again, thanks for listening. We hope you'll continue to spread the word about taking cover and keep an eye on this feed. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Lisa. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.